Global Broadcasting Networks presents Military Mom Talk Radio. We know behind every strong soldier, sailor, airman, and marine is the family supporting them. With over 200 episodes in 17 countries, over five seasons, with three million monthly listeners, we are Radio Strong. We're here to share resources and experts on topics important to you, the military family. Join us. We've got another great episode starting right now. Here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, military moms. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd. Rob, i got to tell you, dig in the new intro. <laughs> well, we uh, it, it that's a cool song, and um, I I really like that song. So, uh, well, yeah, and every mom, every military mom, can identify with "Never Alone." My Never God, alone! Finally, back in school in my house, and I'm just like a different person. <laughs> you are alone for. <laughs> Isn't it true when the kids first get back to school, it's like, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, and yeah, it's um, you're, you you just delve into all the more all the more projects. Well, and I miss that Staples commercial, you know, that they used to play every year in the fall and started in August. It would show this dad like with a Staples cart and he's throwing school supplies in and he'd go, it's the most wonderful Wonderful time of the year. It was hilarious. I know it. They just should (laughs) play that forever. And the kid with the sullen look on (laughs) dragging along. (laughs) Oh, but it is. It is so good to be back, um, you know, normal instead of like fighting kids while I'm trying to get on the air but i was happy this summer to say rob this is the first year what are we five or six seasons i can't remember five, um, I think. Yeah. five seasons we're going into our sixth season um that i didn't yell at my kids on the air this year <laughs> <laughs> see that they're getting older they're getting they older are. it they does are. come everyone who's got little ones the five-year-olds right now it does improve it does get better it <laughs> I just gonna say it just gets different, but, um, I, you know, well, and I'm excited today because, you know, when we talk about mothers, we talk about caregivers, you know, we've got Linda Creed or a veteran caregiver on today. And, you know, it's such an important topic, uh, to talk about the needs of the caregiver. Cause you know, everybody talks about the needs of the veteran, the needs of the returning service member, you know, and the whole families have to adjust. And, you know, we've talked a lot about siblings and wives and girlfriends and parents and aunts and uncles, but we really haven't talked that much about the caregiver, the person who cares for the veteran. And, you know, we want to acknowledge them and we want to give them some more resources. So I'm really excited to have her on the show today. But before we bring Linda on, we've got some housekeeping to do. We've got some uh, stuff that came in last week that we want to announce. So Rob, I'm going to turn the mic over to you. Yeah, we heard from our good friend uh, Gordon Sumner from over at Veterans Moving Forward, um, and I hope we have him back again this year because uh, he's just got so many. He's involved with so many different uh, arenas. Uh, what a great person! Well, they want us to be aware that the five hundred one c three nonprofit Med Evac Foundation is uh, doing their annual Great American Safety Drive, where 
anyone listening can win a great car. They want you to go to medevacfoundation.org for a chance to win either a 1969 GTO or a 2015 Chevy Camaro. The raffle tickets are 50 bucks. That's not so bad when you stop and think. It's all going to a wonderful cause. The tickets are limited to 5,000 tickets. So you want to get over to that website um, and and get your ticket if you want to be in on this. Their goal for this year is $250,000. What was that site again, Rob? It is medevacfoundation.org. That's E-V-A-C, V as in Victor. And um, there, the American Safety Drive is specific to promote safety within medical transportation uh, programs for their uh, partner organizations. And they definitely need funds in order to have those safety programs operational and clinical research projects. So those grants and scholarship programs all depend on the funds that they raise. So the uh, raffle ends October 26th, and the drawing is going to be the following day, October 26th. Well, it's right there on their front page. I'm on it right now. You can't miss it. it. Yeah, it is. So Gordon wants you to go there. That's, again, MedEvac, E-V as in Victor, ACFoundation.org. And if you want more about Gordon and his uh, missions over at Veterans Moving Forward, you'll want to visit VetsFWD.org. That is V-E-T-S-F as in Frank, W-D. So that, and we just want to put a quick shout out um, to the two women who uh, have passed and earned their Ranger tab. Um, First Lieutenant Shea Haver and um, Captain Kristen, excuse me, Greased, were the first two women in history to earn the coveted Ranger tab. Now, of the 380 men, who were candidates, only 94 succeeded to graduate with Haver and Greased. And originally in April, uh, 19 women were a part of this candidacy. And the two, Haver and Greased, were the ones to receive their tabs. There's a third woman who has recycled, which you can do when you're in this uh, Ranger program. Uh, If you don't pass one of the phases... You can recycle and repeat the phase, uh, and there is one more woman, I don't have her name handy, um, that is recycling. So there could very well be, in 2015, three women to have that Ranger tab, and we congratulate them. That is, that is outstanding. And, you know, Rob, I just want to tail back, you know, real quick to that um, medevac site. Boy, mm-hmm. if you need a good cry, like if you're feeling like on that verge, you know, and you, you can't get over the edge, just go to that um, that thing and look at their success stories. You know, you see everything from ATV to pediatric heart failure to motorcycle oh, accidents to deliveries to traumatic falls. It's like, you know, my brother Steve was medevaced across Virginia uh, mm-hmm. when he was injured. So, you know, it's something that we all need and and uh you know, I look at these people and I think of Linda Creter today uh, talking about veteran caregiver. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, you know, somebody's got to help all these people get back together after their injury to be the best they can be. And that's an enormous task, Linda. I'd like to welcome Linda Creter to our show. She's the owner and operator of Veteran Caregiver. Linda, how did you come up with this idea? 
it's so nice to be on your show today. And I loved hearing about the Gordon Sumner's thing and the Rangers. What a positive way to start this Monday. I became interested in caregiving um, from a personal standpoint. I lost my mother to ALS in my 20s, and my son became very ill in his 20s. And I was working with the Wounded Warrior Regiment out of Quantico. And I found that there was wonderful communication and support for the Marines, but the families were not being communicated with as well or as much, and we saw medical outcomes improve when we included and and improved and increased the communication to the family members. Because if you have a whole team effort, it makes a big difference in medical outcomes. So I began VeteranCaregiver.com in conjunction with the Caregiver Omnibus Bill in 2010 and have since served over 110,000 families and growing. So it's a need. We are all going to need or be a caregiver someday. It's a fact of life. And we have many, many uh, spousal, parent, family, and even friend caregivers looking after our wounded, ill, and injured right now. So it's a really big job. There are five and a half million in the United States right now, and that number is not going to go down as we have the aging populations and even the drawdown. It is true. We do have a, a great amount of, just think of um, my husband's era, the Vietnam era, all of them are in their 60s and 70s now. And that's a big population of people who really are starting to have needs. You're totally right. And what is very interesting that most people don't think about is that this is a population that came home to a very different America. And so most of them chose not to go to VA care until now in their later years when they either have hearing loss or their PTSD has been suppressed for only so long and was never treated initially. And so we are seeing a huge number of people enter the VA system very late in the process. And then, of course, it ranges all the way to the young ones. And so all eras are definitely affected by this in one way, shape, or form. And we have to be cognizant of the various needs of the different groups. Well, and I'm going to throw in another caveat here because, you know, we all hear about the sandwich generation, you know, Uh people taking care of their elders and taking care of their children. Well, what I've seen happening, and I saw this at soccer this weekend, you know, we had our big soccer opening day, so you get to see everybody in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. I'm going to call it the Big Mac generation. We've Mm -hmm. gone from the sandwich generation to the Big Mac because now we've got three levels. You know, when people are living longer, there was a mom who was at soccer and she brought her mother her daughter who has been injured um, in this Gulf War, and then her granddaughter. So mm-hmm. she had, you know, like that's why I called it the Big Mac because we got three layers here. We got, we got mom and dad, we've got our children, and sometimes because people are living longer, we now add in grandchildren. You're 100% right, and it gets very complicated because those have different needs. I would throw in as well special needs children. Mm-hmm. Because in the military and in the civilian populations, you are looking at huge numbers of people that need help. So this is an area that does require a lot more development and a lot more attention. And it does become so challenging because then you're ne- you have different needs or different resources. Um, you can get the VA help. Excuse me, I just hit my microphone. You can get the VA help perhaps um, – 
for your service member, you might have um, child services because of the needs of your little one. And then you're having either Medicare or visiting nurse having to uh, deal with your el- your other elder or your the, the spouse of, of an elder. Those are so complicated just individually as I went through with my mom and I know Linda, I mean, uh, Sandra went through with her mom. Um, those kinds of needs are so <laughs> difficult just in and of themselves. And then when you have to be dealing with all of those, um, it, it's very cumbersome. Uh, Linda, we're going to go to a break in about 30 seconds. Um, so I want you to stay with us. Uh, we're delighted today, everyone, to have Linda Creator with us. She is the founder and CEO of Wise Health Incorporated, a company focused on military and veteran family support in comprehensive health and wellness. She then created veteran caregiver in 2010 and she's also the host of military network radio right here on tokenet on tuesday mornings be back we're going to have the whole hour with our friend linda creeder we've got lots more ahead stay with us on military mom talk radio ever wonder if you're the only woman who runs errands in her yoga pants so it will look like she went to the gym? Or how about the only mom who feeds her kids raw cookie dough? Or are you the only one who cooks her family cold cereal for dinner? Do you need more laughter and less loudness? More self-love and less self-loathing? More joy and less judgment? You're not alone. Come to the living room a place where we get comfy, candid, and confident together. Come seeking sanctuary and leave feeling renewed. We're saving a seat for you. Give yourself some living room today. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world, and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, trishagoyer.com. That's T-R-I-C-I-A-G-O-Y-E-R.com. Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. We're back with more great conversation on Military Mom Talk Radio. Hey, 
Hey moms, this is Sandra Beck and I'm here with Robin Boyd and this is Military Mom Talk Radio and we are visiting today with Linda Creeder and she has a cool site called Veteran Caregiver, just, you know, spelled just like it sounds, veteran plus caregiver.com and there's a lot of cool stuff on here, Linda. How, like, you know, the best part of it that I see right off the bat, you know, I get so tired of reading and I know I, you know, I'd like to read and, you know, don't get me wrong, but you like, there's videos right there. I can just sit back and click and learn and um you know and i think it's you know when you're when you're a caregiver you're so tired all the time and you're frustrated you know you're not really in the most productive state for learning um was that intentional that you you have videos on here you know instead of us reading like you know tomes and tomes of paper definitely it was about a year ago and i'd been doing this since obviously 2010 and it has evolved over time. When you work with 110,000 families, you realize how little time there is, where it's accessible, and it has to be brief and a nugget. One of the big thoughts was, okay, I now know how I can deliver it to you so it's portable and on your smartphone, always with you or on a tablet. So we've been delivering very uh, cogent information via two-minute videos because you can watch them in the waiting room. You can watch them waiting for children. You can read anything you want. You can tack on to the uh, radio station and download a podcast. You can join a public meetup where you're going and you can ask questions. But really the big change was making sure that there was immediacy to the information. If you come on Veteran Caregiver and you are interested in anything in particular, you click on a two-minute video and you have something you can apply immediately. So it's really an instantaneous boost. It was intended to be that way. And then there was a second point that was important, which is that working with these families over that period of time, it became very obvious that the perspective most people take is that you're beaten down, you're a victim, you're exhausted, etc. You are all those things at some time, but you're also an amazingly resourceful caregiver that's had to learn how to navigate a medical medical system to care for whomever you're caring for. And you need to learn a lot in a reduced period of time. And you may think that you've stopped out of life, but we happen to believe that you've learned a great deal that can be applied in the future. So think of it as post-traumatic growth, and we look at it as a very positive thing that you can learn a lot during the hardest times of your life, which I think we can all say we've experienced. I think that's so true uh, when you say uh, post um that you want to have somebody uh, have post-traumatic life or, or post-traumatic growth as opposed to um, worrying about the fact that I'm not the same as I used to be. I am different than I used to be. I may regain much of where I was, but my relationship with this person, if you're the caregiver, is going to be different. And uh, it may be physical. It may be emotional. Uh, it just may be um, that this caregiver now has to balance a job and as well as taking care of their loved one on top of everything else that they've got to do because maybe the, the person who needs the care no longer is working or isn't going to work for a while. Um, and I think that you're really giving us that permission to say things are not going to be the same, but that's okay. 
You're exactly right, because I truly believe in post-traumatic growth. Think of your own life situations. Where have you learned the most when you had to meet a challenge in some way, shape, or form? So Mm -hmm. if we can help by applying leadership skills, uh, communication skills, relationship pointers, any of those things will help someone realize, A, they're not alone, so you have a lot of caregiver peers, but you also have information and fortitude and diligence and drive, all sorts of positive attributes, because you Mm. cannot change your circumstances, but you can change how you react to them. So I I really love that aspect of things, and I have seen measurable difference in the receptivity of caregivers to it which is very gratifying. Oh, that's Well, and one of the things that I like about this site, you know, you know, Rob, you've been a caregiver and I get a care, been a caregiver is, you know, there's a whole bucket of guilt that goes along with it. You know, like I think about, you know, during the worst times and I just, and I, I know this sounds silly, but I looked down at my feet. They're just a mess. You know, they looked like, you know, I, you know, put goat feet on my legs or something like that. And I really wanted to go out and get a manicure and a pedicure. And it seems so indulgent, you know, Right. I was pouring everything I had into the people I was caring for. And I don't regret it. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not complaining. Mm-hmm. But just to go out and have the littlest bit of, like, self-care was almost painful for me because I felt so guilty, you know, because here I am indulging myself. And then I go to your website and, like, the fourth button is, hey, you matter. And, you know, the world <laughs> didn't fall apart because I went and got my feet done, you know. But we get into that, you, you know, you hit the nail on the head. You're like, caregivers often have their head down, their task at hand, and they execute logistics that would make a four-star amaze. You know, when I read that line, I'm like, you're right, we do that, and then yet, but we don't give ourselves a break. No, but I'm laughing because one of the videos, if you go to the website and you click on video resources, one of the videos is caregiving and guilt. And so I say all of the guilt statements that I have heard. I'm like, let me say these for you. Mm-hmm. because it gives them permission, just as you said. But I I posted one today that has served me well at times, and it was it's called the illogic of caregiving. Because how many times have you been in a situation where you're totally baffled by something somebody just said to you or this circular argument that's going on or a debate, not with your care receiver, but with the system, let's call it. And so it's called, you know, don't apply logic in an illogical situation. So some of them are lighter hearted, but they're also facing what happens every single day. And if you look at the three categories on the site, we talk about awareness gain and then reviving your own personal growth and then helping others through the skills and wisdom that you've gained, because this is really a peer network online. And so it it really has been revelatory to look at the absolute pleasure that people are responding to. I'll give you an example. I posted years ago about uh, what helps you the most, caregiver peers, family and friends, um, educational webinars, whatever it might be, and it always came down to other caregiver peers, nobody else gets it. Just last week, I posted the same question. It was this, as you evolve as a caregiver, what helps you the most? Other caregiver peers, family and friends, acceptance and awareness, and personal growth through challenge. Do you know that the majority answered C and D, acceptance and awareness, and personal growth through challenge? That's a paradigm shift, and I am so proud of them because they really are some of the most resourceful people you will ever meet. 
And that's a really terrific thing. And so far as being with your peers or a peer network, that just means talking to other caregivers who do understand what you're going through, especially military caregivers with other military caregivers. They will understand some of the terminology that is used that may be different from the civilian population. Are you finding that there are more resources readily available through the VA network now than, say, even 10 years ago um, compared to, say, having to go to external resources such as visiting nurse or um, the whatever those angels, visiting angels, whatever they're called? Do you find more? Um, there, the VA and any other bureaucracy doesn't do any outreach. Mm-hmm. You have to go to it to get what you're getting. Now, it sounds like veteran caregivers the same way, but it's actually not because we push things out on social media and Facebook and Twitter and YouTube and make sure that it is going to really butt up against their world in many ways because they are an unusual population in that they receive 97% of their information through either their smartphones or their tablets. So Mm. we need to go to where they go. So you meet people where they are to best serve them. And so that's why it's worked very, very well. And so that's very important to make sure that you do meet people where they are and recognize their limitations, but also their diligence and drive. Hmm. I was one. Oh, go ahead, Sandra. Go ahead, Rob. You can finish out. Well, all I was going to say is where there has been recently um, some changes where the VA is now outsourcing. So if you are living within um, close enough to a VA medical center, you go and make your appointments there. But if you are outside of a radius, you can now opt for um, civilian medical places. And I just didn't know, Linda, how that worked into um, the resources that you're able now to redirect people to. That's a good question. Um, Veteran Choice is the new option if you're beyond 40 miles from a VA facility that you can Mm -hmm. opt for personal private care. The downside of that is you must still get the approval and authorization of your primary Mm -hmm. care physician. And so that's somewhat of an impediment that is built into the system because they're hard to get in touch with. It's hard to get the paperwork done. It's good in theory. In practice, it still needs some time to to work. Um, But the resources are growing for caregivers. I think there's more recognition that it's there. But more importantly, physicians are recognizing the additional stressors that caregivers go through with the time, with the anxiety, with their own personal medical needs. And so they're being more cognizant of uh, and empathetic towards caregivers. But it has a long way to go. Hmm. Well, I have a little bit of a success story in that Steve has um, actually gone through that Veterans Choice Program, and mm-hmm. he was approved, and he Good. is seeing um, somebody out of the system um, that's more local to us, So, and he's got his appointment on Wednesday. Where <laughs> It's fantastic so, when it works. It really yeah. is, and yeah. so I, we're all for that by all means. Yeah, that's it. Um, Sandra, I think we're uh, – are we going to – we're about ready to go to a break. Did you have just one comment? No, no, I just was, I was going to bring us in another direction. So I'll wait yeah. till we get back uh, yeah, we'll from commercial break. On the Are other you going to get a hint? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Excellent. I'm self-caregiving over here. As the veteran caregiver over here, I'm just quietly sitting here, sipping my cup of coffee, taking some me time. Because that's what your video said to do. 
Well, I'm glad you're listening to the video. Wonderful. You're obviously not watching the illogical one. No, no. But I'm so glad that you didn't put goat feet in the... Uh, no, in the don't in worry. The, I won't put that in a video. It's not a good visual. Hey, but it was accurate. I, I saw it very vividly. If you want any of those videos that Sandra is tuning into right now, you're going to want to go to vet, veterancaregiver.com. We're going to be back with Linda Creta right after the break. Stay tuned. We've got lots more ahead. Stay with us on Military Mom Talk Radio. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lippman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With Baby and Toddler Instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. Let's face it, we are all aging and our bodies are changing. Our muscles tend to get tight and stiff as we age. But simple stretching can help with the tightness and stiffness of your muscles. Always stretch after your workout and not before. Your muscles need to be worn before you start stretching them out. Never force a stretch. Don't get to the point where you take the stretch too far and hurt yourself. Be sure to breathe. Breathing helps send that oxygen-rich blood into your muscles. Aim to stretch daily, but make sure you stretch at least three times per week. Keep your body flexible and pliable. Give priority to the muscles that you use the most in your workouts and in everyday life. Don't neglect any major muscle groups. Stretch, breathe, and relax. It's so good for you. I'm Annette Hammond. To hear other fitness and weight loss tips, visit our website at AnnetteHammond.com. We're back with more great conversation on Military Mom Talk Radio. Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd, and our guest today is Linda Creter, and uh, we are talking about caregiving, you know, people who take care of veterans. And, you know, this really kind of works for anybody who's who's overwhelmed in the caregiving process. And, you know, I think sometimes, uh, Linda and Robin, correct me if I'm wrong, I didn't realize I was overwhelmed till things started getting better. And, and I started seeing how, like, overworked and crazed I was. Um, how do you know you need help? Like, what are some signs that that you might need to to adjust your way of thinking to to come to veteran caregiver and and get a different perspective or you know p- 
plow through the resources because there's so much thing about aging, alcohol abuse, alternative therapies, you know, um, caregiver support, post-traumatic growth, mental health. You know, there's so many things on there that, you know, it's nice for you to come there. But but how do I know when it's time to head over there? It's a really good question. And I, I think it couples with what you asked me on break is, you know, why would you come to a site such as this? And you described it. You just gave a perfect segue without even knowing it because you're at different phases in your caregiving. When you're in the fire hose stage and you're just learning how to maneuver and how to do things, you really don't have a lot of time for either yourself or for even educational learning other than the need to knows. But eventually you do realize that Look, my sleep is interrupted. Uh, I haven't had, as you said, a, a pedicure in a long time. Um, I, I don't feel good. My, my back hurts from lifting or whatever it may be. And so you really do reach out and say, I, I've, I've got to go on an Internet search for what could possibly help me. So it matters what phase you're in. And when you do reach out and find help... You're looking for something specific, and what we're trying to do is to cover the, as you mentioned, it's also for other caregivers, but we are trying to focus in on the military caregivers, but it does apply to others, on all of the aspects that we know about. We've lived it, we've done it, um, we've talked to other families who have needs, and we're trying very much to address those needs, and that's important. So you reach out because you recognize you are overwhelmed or tired or there's an argument or a debate or you lose the intimacy because now with your spouse, you're really almost a nurse as opposed to a spouse or partner and you need help. And so I'm I'm grateful that people do recognize this and reach out and and come to, to understand they do need the help. So that's why. Because they do realize at some point something's got to give and it can't be them. Are there resources, let's say the caregiver uh, needs to sit down and talk to either a caseworker or a counselor or whatever, are there resources to help them? Because obviously the person who has been either been injured or is, is suffering from, from something um, will probably have insurance coverage. But what about the caregiver's resources? Well, you've raised a valid point. There is a caregiver program for post-9-11 veterans and caregivers uh, that covers basic uh, CHAMP VA. And mm-hmm. so they can get counseling help, etc. They are given a stipend per month based on the tier of care that they're giving. But you're not going to live well on a stipend. So mm-hmm. you have to guard your dollars, you have to guard your mental health, etc. But there are resources. Um, there are even free resources that you can utilize for counseling help. Mm-hmm. The hard part is finding the time and thinking you can give the time to yourself. And you have to remember what they tell you on the airplanes. Put the oxygen mask on yourself before you help your care receiver because it's really very, very important. And so, yes, there are resources. The VA uh, employs two caregiver support coordinators at every VA medical facility who have access to all of the help and care that they can provide. And if you're not a post-9-11 caregiver, there's an additional program that has certain webinars, meetings, etc., that are held for those who are post or pre-9-11 uh, caregivers. So they are making those more available to people. But I think you'll also find that the private sector is filling the gaps because there have to be, the government can't do it alone. 
And so you'll find that some of the more practical, useful resources, and I'm speaking very bluntly here, are coming out of the private sector because they're not bound by the bureaucracy and you can deliver help right away. So that is the difference, and we're hoping that it becomes more of a public-private partnership in practice instead of just in talk. Now, there's some um, there's some resources on your site here, you know, that I want to take a few minutes to talk about okay. that are these confidential support resources. Mm-hmm. And what does that mean, confidential? Like, does that mean they're never going to call, like, like, you know, you're truly confidential? Like, I, I'm just curious what that means. Well, that definition varies by resource. So from what you're asking is, is it truly confidential? In some cases, yes. If you go to Vets for Warriors, for example, that's a confidential helpline. You can chat, you can email. That is confidential because they really don't believe that they need to know any information about you initially in order to help you. Now they will ask at the end of that phone call, is it all right if I follow up with you to make sure that you've, you know, received the help that you needed from the resource we gave you or from the talking that we had? And if given permission, they will continue to follow up. So that's a wonderful resource. Others, uh, the confidentiality, they will um, be able to see your phone number. So that's not truly confidential. And so with experience, you can figure out which ones are that way. Um, but all helplines do have, uh, it, it varies per state, but do have a, a duty to warn if someone is in imminent danger of hurting themselves or someone else. But for most needs, no, they can be met confidentially, which makes you feel good. You know how you are on an airplane and you tell the person next to you who you will never see again? The needs that you have, well, that's the same way. So if you can talk to someone and unload and be heard, uh, it's really very helpful. And the nice thing about some of the lines is they're backed up by behavioral health specialists too, clinicians. So that part is really terrific. So we try and help guide people to where their resource or needs will be best met. And that's very important. Honestly, an anonymous person really means a lot sometimes. Well, and why would, like, you know, this is just me being me, but why would somebody call, like, for me, I I didn't, it never occurred to me to, maybe I wasn't in crisis enough to call a helpline, you know, um, I, I, why would somebody call? Like, what are some reasons people call? Because if you're like me, you know, and you're raised in a military family and you got that German, you know, you don't ask for help, you just do it yourself and, you know, until your hair falls out, um, that's the military culture. Suck it up and deal. Um, well, yeah. But so why why do people call? Why call a crisis line? Why call a helpline? What am I calling for? The sad part is the calls that are usually made are made because a crisis has come through either denial of care or no callbacks or no communication. So unfortunately, if you are in that fire hose situation and, and things have piled up around you, Unfortunately, most of the first calls are not for help, they're for crisis. And what we're trying to do is fill a need that you have interaction versus intervention. So why would you reach out? You wouldn't until that there's a crisis. But if you have peers that are saying, you know, I had that problem too, and I went to XYZ resource, and it really helped me. That's where the peers, other caregivers, um, others who've been through this before you can truly apply help. We're finding wonderful help from Vietnam-era caregivers to our current OIF-OEF New Dawn caregivers. 
because some of the issues are still the same, even if the era was different. So you get wisdom, and that's where the peers, again, help each other. So other people just like you have gone through it before. And so there's a lot of interaction in the community between caregivers advising and helping others because why would you want someone else to go through the agony that you went through? Pass it on. And it is a really terrific thing that you can do. So if someone has been um, looking for a particular resource for counseling, for example, and they can't find it or they it, it's not available in their area, someone may say, well, I tried giveanhour.org which is a nonprofit that provides free counseling. And if they don't have someone in the area, they will even do it by telephone. And so that's one example. Um, There are many examples of good organizations that can fill a need for you. And so you would call a, a crisis line sometimes, which is really not going to be interested in helping you with that because that's a crisis line. But if you call something like an informational line or a helpline, that's where you would end up with a resource. So why do you come to Veteran Caregiver? Because it's a resource. There's also a space on the site where you can send in questions. And I purposely tell them we will de-identify you because others will ask the same question. So we will take the question that's been asked and answer it and post it. Because they're not alone in their questions in most cases. So whether you're reaching out for resources or sending in a question um, or asking another fellow caregiver what's going on, there really is a wonderful interaction and communication going on in this population. And so we're just trying to foment more communication, better communication. Hmm. you're making me think, how do you keep up? We've got a couple minutes before the next break, Linda. How do you keep up with dealing with... How do you keep such up? A, a vast array of resources nationwide? Because, well, that's a, it's a great question, but it's really pretty simple to answer. Um, because we have wonderful partners, we pretty much on the site you can find whatever you need in terms of either it's if it's counseling or if it's more information on PTSD or a traumatic brain injury or alternative therapies. So you can find what you need, which is really terrific because there are multiple sites. Most people go to multiple sites in order to find what they need, but that's a good thing. So finding what you need, one of the reasons Veteran Caregiver was put together the way it is is because you really can seek and find what you might need. might not be the final answer and you'll go find more, but... Um, it's there for initially you to get a start. Mm, yeah, that is, it's so difficult because um, there are so many different state chapters of, of things that I think um, there are times that I'm sure um, you, you at least give them a good direction to go in and, and they can go from there. Uh, we're with Linda Creter today. Uh, what a, you're just such a wealth, but also such a positive uh, voice, Linda, because anybody who um, has just become a caregiver just doesn't know where to begin. And we want to at least give you this start, veterancaregiver.com. And we have another segment with Linda right after the break. We've got lots more ahead. Stay with us on Military Mom Talk Radio.
Welcome to Geraldine Tegelove Live, the show that shares with you the secrets of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding your life. Having pulled herself from the rubble of financial ruin and having gone on to create a highly successful career, Geraldine has become an expert in the art of transformation. She believes that it doesn't matter where you are right now, how overwhelmed you feel, or how impossible the task of turning your life around may seem. You can do it. Stay tuned as metaphysician, international best-selling author, and intuitive Geraldine Tegelov gives you the inner understanding and the outer practical how-to to create your amazing life. Gain a fresh perspective on how to redefine, reinvent, and rebuild your life. Join Geraldine Tegelove live every Tuesday evening at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on the Toginet Radio Network. It's words you never heard. Did you know there are ways you can boost your natural, happy chemicals? The expectation of reaching a goal can cause your body to produce dopamine. Early settlers in America probably got a rush of dopamine upon discovering a new watering hole. Today, we might expect the same pleasurable feeling by finding the perfect parking space. The expectation of a reward releases the energy needed to reach the goal. What's a word meaning the will to win? Spizzerinctum. Endorphins are other chemicals released by the body to mask pain and cause a feeling of euphoria. Runners are known to make themselves release these endorphins by pushing themselves past their limits. But the simple acts of laughing and stretching can cause the release of endorphins as well. What's another word for stretching? Pandiculation. It's words you never heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my new app, Too Funny for Words. We're back with more great conversation on Military Mom Talk Radio. Hi, ladies. This is Sandra Beck, and we are here with Military Mom Talk Radio, and we are visiting with Linda Creter today, and she's talking to us about veteran caregivers. Now, Linda, we've talked a lot about your site, and for those of you who have missed the first half of the show or the first three quarters of the show, you can find us at Military Mom Talk Radio. You can also go to iTunes and look at Military Mom Talk Radio or Toginet, T-O-G-I-N-E-T dot com, and find this and over 200 other hours of family family-friendly programming that is appropriate for the specific needs of the military family. Now, Linda, let's talk about leadership because everybody's got, you know, different organizational paradigms that they come from, and you have a very different approach for the leadership on your site. So I'm curious as to uh, how how you're different from everybody else. It's a great question. I, it came from the fact that I was looking at some of these amazing caregivers who had weathered things that would have bested other people and it didn't best them. Why? Because they have a drive. They dig deep. They're resourceful. They're smart and they never gave up. So that got me thinking along the lines of why couldn't we take those skills that they had and further develop them. So I, I'm actually a John Maxwell team certified coach and leadership expert. And so I, I wouldn't call it an expert. Let's just say I practice it and I'm getting better. Um, but when you are focusing on your life and how you're going, 
if you can focus on the fact that you can reframe things to be positive, if you can look at focusing on the choices, not your circumstances. I'll give you an example. We foster these meetup groups, which are um, local community groups where caregivers can gather. The one that is our stellar one is down in the Fort Stewart, Hinesville, Georgia area. And it started with seven or eight caregivers. It's now up to 30 And they get together, obviously not 30 every single week, but they have a good contingent of caregivers who come together. And they decided as a project for the group, because they knew it would make them feel better, they started working on a service project together. So it's amazing when you get outside your own circle of thinking and and mired down when you are meeting with other people and you realize, you know, I've learned a lot and I can apply it. It is an amazing thing to reach out. So what we're doing is nurturing a lot of leadership skills. So presence, how do you talk? How do you communicate better? How do you convey what you need more? So all of those things are built into the blog postings. They're built into the videos. And we are going to be sharing them at caregiver workshops around the country starting in October that I'm working on with Blue Star Families. So it's very interesting that as you apply this, people are hungry for it. No, they're not in that first fire hose part of their caregiving continuum, but they are eager to learn and to gain the positivity that comes from recognizing you haven't lost your personal identity, you haven't lost your skills. In fact, you have new ones. And look at you now. And it's amazing what happens to your mindset when you realize that you are absolutely amazing. And so if we believe in them before they believe in themselves, it's stronger. And that's our philosophy. You must have uh, an awful lot of people come on your radio show that offer so many diverse um, options and opportunities who who do you have coming up in the next season? Do you have anybody or any topics that are coming up that you're pretty excited about? I, I have to tell you, I'm excited about every single show, and each show yeah. is my favorite show until the next one comes. <laughs> uh, we're just concluding um, suicide prevention. Well, actually, we're in the middle of suicide prevention and awareness month. And we've had on such amazing people, everyone from uh, Judy Davis talking about the risk of military teen suicide, addiction, um, depression, to QPR, which is question, uh, persuade, and refer, which is CPR for mental health and suicide prevention. Coming up further, we will be talking to more authors, more um, employment opportunities, PTSD, more traumatic brain injury, alternative therapies, anything you can imagine. But we take a very interesting approach to that as well, is we take a 360-degree view. So Military Network Radio is not a caregiver program per se. It is a, a family network program. It's not like Military Mom Talk. It's slightly different. But we do take that viewpoint that it can be anyone listening to the radio who might be on base in the movie theater. Those are the folks that we think are listening. And so we want to appeal to everyone who has a question or has something they'd like to learn. And so we put some amazing organizations and incredible people in front of our audience because 
this is information that needs to get out. So we try and tackle the topics that no one really wants to talk about, such as PTSD is in my office. You've heard stories about employment where people say, I I don't want to hire you because you've got PTSD and there's a problem. Well, we can demystify it and put the top PTSD expert in the country on the radio. So it's terrific. And um, I'm proud of it because the people who are on are so committed to providing fantastic help, care, and resources that I'm always in awe of them. Like I said, every show is my favorite because I love these people. It is true. And and who are your co-hosts that you have on the show? I have marvelous co-hosts. I have two Marines, Justin Constantine, who's a wounded warrior, mm-hmm. was a JAG officer, phenomenal in the military community, and many, many people know Justin. I have Pamela Stokes Eggleston, who is the wife of a wounded warrior, and she's into the alternative therapies of yoga, mindfulness, meditation, and nutrition. And I have Jason McNamara, who is also a Marine, who is working with squad leaders, which is peer-to-peer, veteran-to-veteran, either leading a squad or being part of a squad, again, putting peers together because they each understand what they deal with. So three diverse people who bring different perspectives to the table. So it's really wonderful. We try to match up good matches with our co-hosts, our topics, and our guests because we think it makes a more interesting show. Mm, absolutely. It is a marvelous show. And if uh, you all have not t- tuned into Military Network Radio, we really, really want you to tune in because she, uh, Linda has such a marvelous show every Tuesday, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time. If you want more information about the show, it is at militarynetworkradio.com. It airs right here on the Toganet Network. And uh, we're just delighted that you're a part of the Toganet family and and are meeting the needs of our veterans in such a very special way, Linda. Um, and Wise Health Incorporated, how long have you been um, a CEO there? That has, that's uh, eight years now. And My so a, a variety of, of consulting services and IT services, et cetera. But I have to say that my heart is really in veteran caregiver and in the health and wellness space. And so that's where we're very much um, mm. trying for the, the positive mental health. I think that the world is a tough place right now mm-hmm. for everyone. And everybody has something. So if you really can find a way to be nourished in some way, shape, or form, that it's a valuable thing to do because we can help one another and we can really find out better ways to have great lives and great relationships. It's, it's really valuable to know that you can go through post-traumatic growth mm-hmm. and keep on going. When you're, when you're fueled or when you are armed with tools, I think you can conquer almost anything. Amen. And this is what you give all of us, Linda, is the tools because you never know what tomorrow is going to bring. You think you're humming along and then all of a sudden something happens and life throws you that curve, the proverbial curve we all hear about. And once you're given that, uh, rather than feeling helpless and vulnerable, you are giving us those tools that we're able to be able to f- go forward and be able to um, just fight, fight the battle, the, the new battle. Well, you're absolutely right. And you, you can't sometimes change your circumstances. 
but you mm-hmm. certainly can change how you react to it or respond, which I like to say respond is a positive thing. Reaction, <laughs> I think, can be somewhat negative and knee-jerk. But if you do know ways to respond to um, the, the traumas that come in everyone's life, big or small, it really does make you come out the other side knowing how amazing and resilient you really are. Absolutely. So resilient. And what's wonderful is that knowing that you're there as things change, people are going to need different resources as their journey goes along. What they need right now may not be what they need in six weeks or six months or um, even longer. So knowing that there is a resource to turn to, that there are options, that there is uh, strength right on the other end of this little website. These, this little box that sits on our desk is amazing, isn't it? <laughs> it, it is, or the phone in your hand. I, I, I think it is rightly called a smartphone these days because you can put just about everything in that you need accessibly on your phone. It's amazing. Well, and I like the little poll. I took the little poll on your site. It's like medical records experience. Some good, some bad. Bad problems routinely or good, no real problems. (laughs) Nobody's good, no real problems. (laughs) Not that there's, you know, we're not pointing fingers at any medical company, but, you know, we know that, you know, a lot of our medical stuff's a disaster these days. So it was funny for me to put in my vote there and, you know, see that nobody's put that they've never had any problems. No, but, and that's realistic. And the other thing that's on there is a whole recommended reading list for people because sometimes if you nourish yourself with good content, mm-hmm. it really can change your mindset. If you turn your car into you know, a drive-by university, you really can gain some, a nugget here and there. So as I said at the beginning, we're here to give something of instant help to you. It may not be huge, but little helps and changes along the way can make a difference in the long run. Well, and that's like gets on to the fun thing because like, you know, I was reading a lot about fun this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, that fun is so important for people who are under stress, you know, because it, it distracts them. It takes them away for a little bit. And, you know, whether it's reading, whether it's, you know, going on and educating yourself, I didn't realize how important fun was until I read about it. And then I'm like, ooh, more fun. Not only more fun, but laughter really is the best medicine for just about anything. It'll make you sleep better. It makes you react better to things. It's wonderful. But fun also gives you hope. And hope is a huge driver for a positive attitude and being able to tackle the next mountain. All right, Rob, you got it because I got my goat feet and I hope I don't have goat feet anymore. Oh, dear. Oh, my gosh. Linda Creator, we are just uh, uh, so thrilled that you were here today. And we're so thrilled that you're on the Toganet Network, militarynetworkradio.com. Uh, absolutely fabulous show that we encourage all of you to catch the podcast if you don't catch the live show. Um, we want you to go to Caregiver excuse me, veterancaregiver.com for all the wonderful information there. See you all next week right here on Military Mom Talk Radio. We've got more than 200 episodes available to you anytime on iTunes or at our website, militarymomtalkradio.com. Find us on Facebook or Twitter. We look forward to another great conversation 